You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God's justifying grace transforms our eternity. Learn more about this message in week one of our series, Amazing Grace. Turn to the book of Titus, chapter 3, we'll read verses 3 to 8. I'm reading from the NIV. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We live in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we have done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and the renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want, you to, st- and I want to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. Paul's letter to Titus was actually addressing a problem in the church, specifically in Crete. Ano po yung problema? There were some who professed to know God, but in reality, you know, their actions did not show it. In verse 3, makikita po natin yung uh, reason why we are to be Saved. Number one, why we need to be saved. First, uh, Titus chapter 3, verse 3. At one time, we too, Paul said, were foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved by all kinds. Somebody say all kinds. All kinds of passions and pleasures. We live in malice, envy, being hated and hating one another. I like how Paul included himself in the statement. Okay? Sabi niya, at one time, we too, me, me included. That's why I realized I believe Paul was not just, when we say we too, he was not just referring to his past. He was not just referring to himself, yung dating Saul, who was, you know, killing Christians for breakfast. You know, who was, you know, breathing, breathing out murderous threats, who, who participated or who probably approved or of Stephen's stoning. You know, he was not just referring to his past, but he was, when he said we too, he was referring to his past, 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 meaning the original sin. In another letter addressed to another church in Ephesus, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, Sabi, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions. You were dead in your sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us, somebody say all of us, lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires, its thoughts, and like the rest, we were all by nature objects of wrath. It's a very vivid description 
of how Paul describes us. He, would, he did not just say, you're sinners or we're sinners, but he, he, was, he, even, he went as far as saying, you and I are dead. We are dead in our sins, dead in our transgressions. The Bible didn't say we are sick in our sins. Because when we say we are sick in our sins, it carries the idea that we can do something about it. But when the statement says all of us are dead, it carries the idea that none of us, no one of us, we are, we are unable to do anything about our condition. You and I are spiritually dead. You and I are unable to comprehend or understand and appreciate anything that's spiritual. We possess no spiritual life. Yan mo yung katabi mo, sabihin mo, ngitiyan mo sila, sabihin mo, patay kang bata ka. Not only that we are dead, we're also disobedient. Sabi doon, following the world and the devil. There's another description, verse 3b, depraved. We have appetites driven that are sinful. In other words, we are incapable of doing anything to merit God's salvation. Not only that we're dead, not only that we're disobedient, not only that we're depraved, but we're also doomed. Any teaching, Pastor Paul Barker said, any teaching on grace must include the doctrine of human depravity. Unless we know how extensive our debt is, we will never appreciate how great the provision is. Let me just read that one more time. Any teaching on grace must include the doctrine of human depravity, or in other words, sin. Why? Because unless we know how extensive our debt is, we will never appreciate how great the provision is. In other words, if you don't know the bad news, we will not appreciate the good news. Our only contribution to the gospel is our sin. Bad news. Another familiar verse, Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. Look at the person next to you, give them a big smile and say, including you. For all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. Paul even says, there is no one good, not even one. There is no one who seeks God, not even one. There is no one righteous, not even one. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. For the wages of one sin is death. Ang kabayaran po ng isang kasalanan, kamatayan. I have here with me a, a balloon. This represents the Ten Commandments. Kung di pa ho kayo convinced, you know, when, palagi ko, I'm just giving you a heads up. Alam, palagi ko, alam niyo na yung gagawin ko dito. No? So, para hindi na kayo magulat. So, magkukwento ko lang yan. You know, the Ten Commandments, if we break one of the commandments, we are not just guilty of the one that we broke. We're not just guilty of the one that we did not follow. But guess what? We are guilty of all. Hindi ko alam, ano, pero sa totoo lang po, before I became a Christian, 
I actually thought I was good. This balloon illustration helps me understand and realize I need help. It helps me realize that I cannot save myself, that I need a Savior. One of the reasons probably, you know, you know, naiisip ko na okay lang ako, it's probably because I always, almost always compare myself with someone. Di ba? Parang andaling mag-gage eh. Di ba? Parang pag tinignan ko si Pastor Henry, nakagrabe. Eh di hamak naman na mas, mas okay ako dyan. Di ba? Parang, di ba? Parang you measure up. You measure, parang, you, you know, there's a, you know, minimeasure mo yung sarili mo sa ibang tao. Pag, you know, pag medyo bata-bata naman, ako, ito, on fire tong isang to ah. Di parang, oh, sige siya, mas okay siya. Ako parang, hindi siguro. But when we begin to see ourselves in the light of who God is. When we be, begin to see the holiness of God, a God who is perfect and just, then we begin to realize, I fall short of the glory of God. I am a sinner and I need help. All men are sinners and therefore deserve eternal punishment. All of us deserve to be separate from God forever. That's the bad news. Before we move on, I just want to highlight in Titus chapter 3, verse 3, the word or the phrase, at one time. In another, in another translation, it says there, for we ourselves were once. Somebody say one time. Once. Once. O-N-C-E. Parang once upon a time. Nung dating panahon. Okay? In, in other words, in the mind of the Apostle Paul, he had a demarcation line. He had a moment in time. In other words, uh, a timeline in his mind that I used to be in sin, but now I'm not. I want to ask you this question. You don't have to lift up your hands. Do you have a timeline? Do you have a demarcation line that you can actually say, I've crossed it? You know, for the, Israel, for the Israelites, their demarcation line in their minds is a place called Egypt. They've crossed the, the Dead Sea. The, the God opened up the Red Sea for them. So their past, their life of sin and slavery, they associate it in Egypt because they've crossed the sea. Have you left your Egypts behind? Have you crossed your demarcation line, I used to be this, and now I'm with God. Number two, saved for free. How many of you love the whole idea of free? Woohoo! Sabi mo sa mo, libre. Libre. Okay? Verse 4 to 7, but when the kindness and love of God, our Savior appeared, He saved us. Not because of anything we have done, but because of His mercy. In other words, do we deserve His grace? Definitely not. Why? Because it's all, deserve, it's all based on His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth, the renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out generously through us, through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that we have been justified by His grace. If you read that, that this verse is over and over and over again, we begin to realize it's all God and not us. 
none of us. It, was, it is all for free. Libre. Naalala ko nung kami mag-asawa, nung bago po kami kasal, we attended a few of these wedding or, or, or wedding fairs. Tapos uh, after namin kinasal, we got a random call from, you know, hindi namin alam, parang na-associate lang namin, siguro nakuha nila yung number natin from the wedding fair. Sabi nung babae doon sa kabilang linya, Good afternoon, I'm looking for Mr. Gayatao. In English ako, in English ko din, sabi ko, This is he, next. Sabi niya, Mr. Gayatao, you have been chosen. Sabi ko, wow, cho- sweetheart, chosen daw. Sabi niya, we will offer you free. Parang yung radar ko, di ba? Parang, whoa, 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 whoa. Free hotel accommodations. Wow. Free food. Free buffet. Yung mga panahon ni Pastor Henry, ang tawag doon, free smorgasbord. Di ba? Parang uh, uh, free facials and free many other stuff. Sabi na, wow! Panalo to ah! Sabi na, sige, we want to claim all the free stuff. Sabi nung babae sa kabilang linya, Sir, all you have to do is visit our office. And all you have to do is listen to a presentation for only 30 minutes. Sweetheart, 30 minutes lang daw. Magkunwari na lang tayo, nakikinig tayo. Ang masaya yun, 30 minutes, tapos 3 days, food, buffet, sabi pa nila, accredited sila sa iba't ibang probinsya at ibang bansa. Okay to ah. So, napilit ko yung asawa ko. Na-traffic na kami, seminar, only to find out, kalokohan. Sayang oras. Sayang or- Wala po kaming nauwi. Wala anong nauwi namin. Naubos yung gasolina. Yun lang. Pawis na uwi namin. Traffic yung nauwi namin. In other words, ewan ko sa inyo, no? Sa atin, pag, if, there's anything, if there's a promotion talking to, to us about free stuff, siguro dahil dun sa event na nangyari sa akin, parang skeptic na ako. Di ba? Parang, lalo na yung mga fake news na lumalabas, parang, ah, uh, Uh, millions of dollars, di ba? Parang, ah, alokohan yan. Scam yan, scam. Sindikato, panigurado, kukunin lang niya yung mga personal information natin. Ganun na ba kayo? Ako lang ho ba yun? Parang ako lang ha, sige, uwi na ako. Have you received the blessings that God has for you? Yung mga freebies po ng Panginoon para sa atin. The Bible says all kinds of spiritual blessings. And those are all for free. Or maybe in your mind and in your heads, you're saying, Lord, I think that's too good to be true. Parang medyo meron kang konting skepticism. Ha? Believe lang? Hindi pwede yun eh. Kailangan may gawin ako eh. Kailangan meron akong idagdag. Hindi naman po pwede lang na ibigay mo sa akin yan. Parang kailangan, meron akong kailangan gawin. Ano yung catch, Lord? Talaga ba, talaga ba, Lord? Is this really for us? Is this really for me? In verse 7, the Bible says, we, are, we have been justified by His grace. Or in other words, we, it's, we 
call this justification. In other words, just as if you did not sin. Smile at the person next to you and say, you've been justified. Just as if you did not sin. Because of the grace of God, all of us received forgiveness for all. Somebody say all. All our sins. All meaning all. All meaning past, present, future. There's a Hebrew passage that says, One sacrifice for all our sins. Forever. Forever and ever. One sacrifice for all our sins. Forever and ever. Romans 8.1 Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Why? Because we've been forgiven of all. Not just in some, not just in those big sins. There's no such thing as a mortal or a venial sin. All of us have been forgiven of all our sins. Psalm 103 verse 12, as far as the east is from the west. How far is the east is from the west? That's an infinite, there's no beginning, no ending. As far as the east is from the west, so far has He removed our transgressions from us. Justified by grace. Not because you participate in a volunteer ministry, not because you read your Bible. Hindi ko sinasabing huwag kayong magbasa ng Bible. Sana naman po magbasa tayo ng Bible kung once a week lang kayo nagbabasa ng Bible sa malaking screen natin. Magbasa naman po kayo ng Bible, pero it does not merit us being forgiven and being justified. Pastor, by the name of Tim Keller, said, it is one thing to understand the gospel, but it is quite another to experience the gospel in such a way that it fundamentally affects or changes us and becomes our source of identity and security. It is one thing to grasp the essence of the gospel, but quite another to think out its implication in all of life. You know, top of mind, maybe one thing that will affect our lives when we know that we've been forgiven of all is our confidence in God. Maybe that will affect our prayer life. Maybe that will affect the way we treat people. Maybe that will affect, you know, how we treat people closest to us. Maybe that will affect, you know, things unexplainable happening to us. J.D. Greer said, being able to articulate the gospel with accuracy is one thing. Having its truth captivate your soul is quite another. My hope and my prayer is that we will be floored. Our minds will explode because of what Christ has done. Because of His amazing grace. Meron po ko nabasang article noong August, uh, dated August 28, 2014. Quite an interesting article. There was a bill that was passed. Ang sabi po doon, tax credit uh, proposed for employers of ex-convicts. Summary, uh, sabi nung bill na ito, sinasuggest na bibigyan natin ng benefit or incentive yung mga kumpanya, mga small businesses, pag mag employ daw kayo ng 
ex-convict. Basahin natin ng konti, no? A bill filed in Congress seeks to grant tax credit to employers of ex-convicts as a way of encouraging companies to hire past offenders of the law. Ang tawag po dito is House Bill Number 4790, the Ex-Convict Reintegration Law of 2014, which provides that the state must help ex-convicts to restore their dignity by creating an incentive system for companies and individuals who would give them a second chance. Since former convicts naturally uh, consistently face employment discrimination. Kaya nga nagsasubmit ng NBI clearance, di ba? The state must create a mechanism that would successfully reintegrate former offenders to the society. Sabi doon sa article, the past criminal record of a potential employee tends to affect his or her chance to be hired due to the social stigma created by the past wrong doings. The article even continued saying, though we will not penalize people if, we, if they discriminate or if they don't trust hiring an ex-convict or a past offender, ang, ang promotion ng bill na ito is magbibigay tayo ng merit or incentive dun sa mga magbibigay ng pangalawang pagkakataon dun sa mga past offenders. Ito po yung rebelasyon na nakuha ko dito sa article na ito. No? How many times do we tend to discriminate and disqualify ourselves from the promises of God? Because we are also ex-sinners. We discredit, discriminate, and disqualify ourselves from the promises of God due to our past records. How many times have we been affected by the stigma of our wrong doings? Our own records tends to affect our growth, our faith, our fruitfulness, how we, basically how we live our Christian lives due to the stigma created by the past. of our own of our own wrong doings. Pero di ba sabi natin amazing grace? Sabi natin grace, grace. Actually sa totoo lang every time I read or see the word amazing grace, I only see one word. I see grace, grace. Kasi automatic sa akin na yung grace amazing. So when we say amazing grace, I say grace, grace. When we say radical grace, I say grace, grace. Because I understand that grace is radical. Ano yung amazing grace? The Bible says, God said, your lawless acts and your sins, I remember no more. Our God does not keep records. Our God does not keep records of our wrongdoing. Somebody say, Amen. Hebrews 10.17, parang di kayo naniniwala, basahin natin. Your sins and your lawless acts, I remember no more. One of our pastors, Pastor Ernie, studies Greek. Sabi ni Pastor Henry, hey, Ernie, yung salitang no more is actually a strong, not only a strong, but a double negative in the original Greek text. So kung babasahin natin siya sa Greek text niya, it can actually be read this way. Your sins, I will by no means ever Remember. 
Meron po akong habit na hindi ko sure kung maganda siyang habit or pangit na habit. But I want to confess saying 2020, kanina, it's still unbreakable. What is this habit? Every time I go out of the car, kanina, nagpark ako sa Regis or magpapark ako sa SM, every time I go out of the car, paglabas ko, sasada ko yung pinto, tapos ikiklik ko yung ano ko, di ba? automatic door locks from Binyan. Di ba? Pag pindot, trut! Ano ba ito nagdun? Trut, trut! Bish! So pag narinig ko yung lock, ano, ano, yung, hab- ano yung habit ko? I-check ko yung door. Jug. Minsan hindi pa ako nakontento. Jug, jug. Yung, yung door, door na, ano bang tawag doon? Yung pinto ng kotse, jug, jug. And hindi pa ako satisfied. I-check ko yung pangalawang door. Iikot ako sa, bilang, sa likod. Jug, jug. Jug, jug. So parang nakalak. Talagang nakalak yung sasakyan ko. Kasi pag hindi ko siya ginawa, nanonood ako ng sinis. Sabi ko sa sarili ko, chine ko ba yung pinto? Narinig ko yung door locks, pero parang hindi ko naalalang chine ko eh. So kahit nasa gitna ako ng sine, guess what, babalikan ko yun. So it has been my habit to actually check. Misa nga pag makikita nyo ako, chine ko lang, misa hindi pa ako nakontento, Ewan <laughs> ko parang nasiraan na ako ng bahit. I just have to make sure. O minsan, minsan, minsan natutulog na kami. Ewan ko kung meron akong uh, osinis sa mga pinto na mga nakalak o hindi nakalak. Natutulog na kami mag-asawa. Mas bigla ako magigising. Sweetheart, nalak ba natin yung pinto? So, nagawin ko. Gaganon ko. Ah, nakalak nga. Minsan bubuksan ko pa siya tapos sasara ko ulit. Tapos lalak ko. Tapos, okay, nakalak. Check ko lang na. Nakalak na talaga. So again, I'm not sure if that has, that's a good habit or not, but nevertheless, it's part of my system. I want to submit to you saying, maybe it's been part of our system, your system, to keep checking. Lord, talaga ba? Napatawad yun na ba talaga ako? Talaga ba, Lord, all my sins? My past, present, future sins? Pati yung mga walang nakakaalam? Alis ka na, namubuhay ka na, tapos babalik ka ulit. Para sigurado, Lord, forgive me, Lord. Para sure. Now, who, what are you dependent on? Sarili mo na siguro. Mas nakaka-depend ka na dun sa sarili, sa sarili mo, sa ginawa mo, sa pag-confess mo, sa galing mo mag-alala, kaysa dun sa salita ng Diyos. Naintindihan nyo? In your sins, God said, I, have, I remember them no more. Not only that we've been justified, not only that we've been forgiven, but Christ's righteousness, it's also transferred, transferred to us. When God removed all our sins, He did not leave us or left us empty. He also filled us with something. The banking term is imputation. It was transferred to your account. Nag-digital transfer ka ng 500 dun sa kaibigan mo na transfer yung limandaan sa account mo. Para ka nag-transfer ng load, 50 pesos. Iloadan mo nga ako ng 50, yung 50 na load sa telepono mo. Yung righteousness ni Jesus Christ. The Bible says He lived a life that we should have lived, a perfect life, a life that is blameless. He was a man without sin. 
His righteousness has been transferred to your account. So in other words, how, how does God see you today? He sees Jesus in us. A pastor once said that Jesus is my past. Jesus is my present. Jesus is also my future. Which leads us to number three. We are saved through and through. Look at the person next to you and say, saved through and through. Through and through. Ano ba sa Tagalog yung through and through? Through and through. Through Tagalog nga bro, panay naman. Through and through. Through and through. Through, basta alam niyo na yun. I like how Paul started talking about the past. And as he almost ended the letter, he talked about the future. We might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. Jesus is my past. He is my present. He is also my future. I believe I got this quote from uh, Wayne Grudem. He said, we are saved, sanctified, and sustained by what Jesus did for us on the cross. And through the power of His resurrection. If you add or subtract from the cross, even if it's to factor in biblical mandated religious practices, guess what? You rob God of His glory. And Christ, you rob Christ also of His sufficiency. My sin in the past, forgiven. My current struggles, covered. My failures, my future failures, paid in full. Repeat after me and say, my past, sabi mo, my past, forgiven. My current struggles, sabi mo, covered. My future failures, it's been paid in full. All by the grace of God, all by the marvelous, infinite, matchless grace found in the atoning work of Jesus Christ. That's amazing grace. That's better than having an, a super comprehensive insurance plan including the acts of God. That's a lot better than that. But wait, there's more. Amazing na siya, but, but it's even more amazing why. God did not just save us from us. God did not just save us from our own wrongdoings. Past sins natin, forgiven. Yung current struggles natin, covered. Yung future failings natin, all paid in full. Not only that God saved us from us, not only that God saved you from you, but God saved you even from the wrongdoings of other people. God saved you even from the things that you did not deserve. God saved you from the damage that other people caused. God saved you from the things that was done to you that was, unfair, that was not fair. God saved us, not just from ourselves, but God justifies us and saves us even from those things that other people, the wrong things that people has done to us. In other words, God is able to heal us today. As, one, as we are unable to do or undo those wrong things, God is able to heal you today. One of our Victory Group leaders, also a volunteer, Dennis Guerra, uh, when I heard his story, 
he shared, saying that his parents not only abandoned him, but his parents, sabi niya, sold him for $180. Tignan mo naman, sobrang cute ni. He was sold for $180. He was recounting the story that he also found out nung yung bumili sa kanya nag down payment ng $100. Kinuha siya at hindi na binalik yung $80. So technically speaking, in his mind, he was only sold for $100 nung 1973, 1974. And if we are to convert that, during, during their his time, the exchange rate times 7 times 8, he was sold for 700, 800 pesos by his mom. He got saved 2012. In his testimony, he said, I was sold for $180. 2012, I had a 180 degree turn. God saved me. God called me. I started to know God as my Father in heaven. I started to learn to honor people. I started to respect and honor, you know, people in authority. He said he never met his dad. He never met or saw his mom, his parents. He had an idea though that someone told him that his dad was probably American. So out from nowhere, by the grace of God, because he started to know God as his father, he's starting to understand himself his identity, his security on his heavenly father, knowing and believing that he's a son, a son of God, accepted by God, that his significance is in God, his identity is in God, his security is in God. For the very first time after 35 years, he honored his, in his mind, American father in social media. It was a hard step of faith. Sabi nga niya, he wasn't sure if it was Facebook or multiply. But in that social media account, he said, to the father I never met, I love you. Happy Father's Day. It was a breakthrough in his life. Of course, in his heart, it was probably harder for him to honor his mom because it was his mom who probably sold him. So maybe years after that, Never met his mom. No idea kung nasan daw yung mami niya. May nagkwento lang sa kanya na baka yung mami daw niya is, sabi ni Dan to ha, you know, labandera daw sa Olonga po. So instead of, you know, posting an English text, sabi niya, pinaghalog ko para, you know, sabi niya, sa ina na hindi ko kakilala. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Praise God. Let's give the Lord praise for that. This is Dan today. This is Dan before. This is Dan today with his family. That's Dan. That's Kim. With his with their with, with their children. Because of God's amazing grace, he's an amazing husband. Because of his God's amazing grace, he's an amazing father to his two girls and their new baby born. It was just as if, pag makilala niyo si Dan, makausap niyo siya, makita siya, hindi lang sa picture, pero sa personal, it's just as if 
he was not abandoned by his parents. It's just as if he was not sold for 700, 800 pesos. That's the grace of God. As we end, I'm going to end saying, saved in order to do good. You know, as heirs, it is but natural or automatic, almost like a design. We don't have to do good. But the whole idea is that it's automatic, a natural response that as we receive God's grace, as we receive it, we give God's grace to other people. God's calling us to do good. God's calling you and me to be creative in doing good. God's calling us to, I believe, even not necessarily preaching, but sharing the importance of the gospel message. Saved in order for others to be saved as well. Talking about why we need to be saved. Talking about the importance that we cannot save ourselves. That we are saved for free. And that we are saved through and through. We are not saved by our good works. But we do good because we have been saved. Bow your heads with me. Let's close in a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord. As all heads bowed on a nice close. For some of you, I believe today's the day that you'll have to cross your demarcation line. This is the day that you have to leave your Egypts behind. The day when you recognize that you need help. You need a Savior and that you cannot save yourself. As all heads bowed down and eyes closed, if you want to cross your line, if you want to cross towards God, make a decision, a simple decision, saying, Lord, save me today. Take control of my life today. If you want to make that decision, go ahead and lift up your hands. We want to pray with you. Anybody here? Yes, ma'am. Anybody else? Thank you. Yes, yes, thank you. God wants to set you free. Thank you, Lord. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Thank you. You can put it down. It's okay. Thank you. Anybody else? Wherever you're seated, I want you to confess, saying, Lord, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your amazing grace. I receive forgiveness for all my sins. I receive justification today. I receive your righteousness in my life today. Repeat after me and say, Lord, be Lord and Savior of my life from this day on for the rest of my life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app.